The views and opinions expressed in this presentation by the hosts and guests are those of the individuals providing them and do not necessarily reflect those of the production company or distributors. Tina McElroy, Anza, and welcome to Two Old Chicks Who Know A Lot Of Shit. Second season, I tell you, episode one, second season. And I'm here, of course, with my Two Old Chicks partner uh, and uh, 50 plus year friend, Wanda Lloyd. Hey, Wanda, how you doing? Hey, Tina, I'm fine. Oh, a new year and a new podcast season. Just look at us. Look at Old us, chicks. right? I know. Oh, I mean, we're, we we say it every time, but it, every time we say the number of the episode, we have to go woo, you know, because each episode is uh, really, really kind of special to us. Each one That's that we right. make is uh, it's a surprise to tell you the truth. Yep, yep. So before we go too far, how were your holidays? Oh well, you know, my holidays were quiet. My holidays okay. were quiet, and they were really quite, you know, quite lovely. And uh, I had some good food, so you know that that was good and good friends. What about you? It was good. You know, we had a house. Excuse me, yours was a little different than mine. It was. Yeah, the newlyweds were here. Shelby uh, and her husband and her and his son, who's 14 years old. So we had a house full of folks. You know, it's nice to have a young person in the house for the holidays. It's been a long time since we've had someone who was uh, as excited about Christmas as most young people are. So we did some cooking and Shelby and I went to see a movie. I'm just going to say jur jur Journals for Jordan. Go see it. Go see it. Go see it. Wonderful movie. Wonderful yeah. movie. I haven't seen it, but we know the book The book is good. But Wanda, I have to, I have to tell uh, our listeners that Wanda, and Wanda is an only child, and she has an only child. And I was telling her when she was saying that that a uh, young, young uh, man was coming also for Christmas. And so I said, oh, I said, I don't know if you have enough food. And she says, oh, we have so much food. And Girl. then you know what she said to me? I called her. I said, what y'all doing? She said, Girl, I'm on my way to the grocery store. I am buying a my second or what dozen eggs for the week. Right? <laughs> this is my second dozen. Yeah. Eggs. It was like you know mid holiday, so it's, okay. it sounded like so much fun. It and was. like you said, newlyweds first Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So um, and then um, we took a um, we uh, just to remind our audience that we took a little break over the holidays. We gave you one podcast in November and December, but that didn't mean we weren't working. We had some meetings and conversations with, with our producer, Kara, and um, to you know, Wanda, you know, Wanda, y'all, let's open a spreadsheet. Yes, uh, it wasn't a spreadsheet, it was, it was just the, a Word document. We used the old one, though. We used the one that we had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. We did. But that's not a spreadsheet. That's a, that's just a document. Oh, so, no, I, um, we, we, I appreciate Wanda's spreadsheets. Let me tell you you it's gotten us where we are we wouldn't be at episode one season two without her so we put some new features in rotation and we'll be launching one of them in this episode so we are really really proud of this one because uh, the ideas do come from us and i think they do come sometimes from the ancestors and so the one that we're adding if i could ask the elder yeah yeah 
And so um, we have a guest to help us think about our hopes and dreams for the new year. Ready to get started, Tina? I am indeed ready to get started. We're going to introduce her in just a second. Since we're in the new year, a new season, let's acknowledge that this is a time to think back a bit on where we were in 2021, and then we're going to really look forward to 2022 with our guest. That's right. Uh, Wanda, we're starting a new year, and it reminds us of, of a lot of things. It reminds us of what, of what we've been through. We want to recheck and reset and and just look at where we are. Uh, it just seems like it's the, the right time at the beginning of a year, saying goodbye to the old year and on to the new one. And we're all ready to say goodbye to the old one. I think everybody will agree. You know, last year we had another hard year with pandemic, uh, without, uh, with, oh gosh, with the deaths from uh, from the pandemic and, and uh, losing so many elders and losing so many people, uh, it was just not a normal, it wasn't a normal year uh, being apart and uh, trying to be safe and trying to continue. Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, we lost a lot of people. Yeah. I think we lost almost 400,000 people in the United States in 2021. And I don't think there's anybody who didn't know someone yeah. um, who, who lost didn't know someone who or didn't lose someone themselves um, during the pandemic. You know, President Biden likes to remind us that these are the people who, who left an empty chair at the kitchen table, the moms and dads and grandparents and cousins and siblings. And so many children are getting sick and some of them are dying, unfortunately. Yeah, um, this isn't just a loss of life. We're losing so much more. We're losing wisdom and oh love God. and family like, history. Like, you know, like people, you know, like the, the I think the preacher said, you know, you you go past the uh, the cemetery and it's the richest place, you know, in town mm -hmm. because that's where all of our riches and our treasures, recipes that you know, here's the holidays and nobody knows how to make mama's dressing and all the rest. Well, before we just go into this, what I want to do is uh, as we go forward, I want to introduce our guest. We have a very special guest with us. Wanda and I had had talked about adding a, a feature called if I could speak to the elders and we're going to add that we're going to add that but we've been talking just a lot about the elders looking back and uh, going forward and we have someone with us today who is a perfect example of how you stand in your stand in your womanhood stand in your wisdom stand in your OG OGness and uh, and go forward and what we, who we want to introduce is Peachy Bumbush Polk. Hi, Peachy. Can you hear me? Hey, Peachy. I, I can. I had to unmute myself. You guys are so, so, so amazing and so sweet to me. And I love you so much. Hello, Wanda. Hey, Peachy. Hello. So glad to have you on. Good to see you. Oh, my you gosh. It's such an honor and a pleasure. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Congratulations on season two. Girl, look at oh, us. That was oh, some chick. Now, don't you see, this is a chick who understands us. She's the one, she's the one who gets us. So before we go on too, too much, because we'll just start talking, Peachy, I want to let everybody know who you are and, and, and actually why you're here. Peachy is her children, her grandchildren, her people call her OG. And she told me this when we first met. I met Peachy on uh, on social media and I just liked her. 
I liked what she was saying. And then I discovered, you know, gosh, you know, this is a woman in her own power. She's not only the mother of uh, of a, uh, a rap legend, Wiz Khalifa, but, you know, and she stands in her own space and has been doing things in the world for so long, especially with young people, especially with care, self-care, especially with grief. I mean, you, you just cover so much, especially with joy. You know, that's the other thing that I love about Peachy. And I met Peachy, so we met online, and I, you know, I liked her. And I thought she lived in Atlanta, and I liked the idea of Peachy, and she followed me, and she liked my writing. And we were just sort of those kinds of friends. And then, you know, in 20, uh, beginning of 2020, I lost my babe, uh, Shanae Anza. And I get this big package, and this uh, big old, big old uh, uh, uh canister a container of chicken soup and a big ladle and oh, some wow. honey and some tea and i mean it was just the sweetest thing in the world i had no idea and i kept thinking who could this be from and it was from peachy and it arrived at just the right time spirit put us together all all of us it arrived at the right time because i really needed it and from then on gosh peachy was my girl so we're talking, we're, as you know, Wanda and I edited the book, meeting the uh, collection, meeting at the table, it's right over Wanda's uh, shoulder, uh, African-American women write on race, culture, and community. And so we were, thank you. And so we were, you know, collecting these wonderful voices. And I said, gosh, wow, Peachy is so interesting and so fascinating and has such wonderful ideas about living and life and, uh, and loving. And I said, Peachy, I just asked her. Do you ever write? And you know how you, I just kind of felt it. And she says, I'm a writer. And I was like, oh gosh, I did. Peachy delivered the the the, the last uh, essay in the in the book. It's because we did it alphabetically. Alphabetically, but, that's right. It's not last in content. Absolutely. And Peachy wrapped it was up. It was last because re I remember you didn't ask me until two weeks before the deadline. No, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was close to the deadline, actually. It was, but the reason I hadn't asked before is because I just, you know, you had never said you had you shared with me uh the card. You have a deck of cards. Mm -hmm. What are they called? Oracle guard. They're, they're a deck. Um, it's called the Queen of Stones deck, and it's an oracle affirmation card deck. Um, mm -hmm. Just some nuggets of wisdom um, infused with some crystal energy, because you know I'm all magical and. and you're all about, oh, you're my magical friend. Yes, you're <laughs> my magical sister. And so that's how we got together. She delivered the most beautiful essay, speaking directly to our young people and how we need to connect with them, how we lost so many of them, mm -hmm. meaning lost the connection with them. It was just wonderful. So I say all that to say, you know, Peachy was just meant to be in our circle and we're so, so proud and pleased to have her. She brings a voice of, of hope, but also a voice, voice of reason and a voice of experience. You know, Can I add one thing about Peachy that I admire? Peachy, yes. you're, a, you're a veteran, so thank you so much for your service. You're very, very I'm welcome. married to a veteran, so as as was Tina. So we always like to thank our veterans for the oh, service. Well, thank you guys for your service because the families of veterans also serve. Please believe, you know, as a veteran, I I, I know and I appreciate that. And we, we wouldn't be able to do it without our support systems and our families abroad. Um, but um, 
all over the world, not not yeah. having Christmas with their families, you know, yeah. putting themselves yeah. in harm's way, all of that. Uh, we thank we do thank you for your service, but we also want you to talk. I am going to shut up because one of the th one of the reasons we have you here, Peachy, is to share you with the world and uh, our little at least our, our our little our part of the world. It's not little, a part of the world. Yes, and, uh, You know, we don't do resolutions around here, but you know, we do want to go forward. So we we wanted to just ask, you know, what going forward, what are you thinking? What are you thinking for yourself, for instance, uh, if you want to share that, but also for your community, for the world, for your for, for your audience, because you're writing. Peachy is also writing a wonderful. Uh, can I say that? Oops. Yes. I'm writing. <laughs> That's what we say. We're writing. Well, she's writing. She's working on something, and, and, she, and it's really good. It's okay. really good. Okay. I have to tell you one other thing. Peachy and I will be talking sometimes, and I'll say, did you just write that down? And she said, what? I said, what you just said? And she'll go write it down and said, oh, look, that feels good. I said, yes, Peachy. This is why we have our post-its around. This is why we have our post-its, so we can put down the Oh, proud of my girl. So we can put down those nuggets. So, so tell us. Oh, she's got a journal and all. Oh gosh. When you give directions to grown ass women, they really take it, and that's one of the things I love. I can divide the grown ass women from the fake ass ones because when you give them some information, they take it. Mm -hmm. Let's well, yes. answer the question, Tina, because <laughs> I've almost forgotten it. What was the question? Oh, See, you forgot it too. Oh, no, I do know the question. I the was question is, forward. what am I looking yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell to. us about that. Well, the first, thing I wanted, the first thing I want to say is shout out to spoonfulofcomfort.com. That, um, that is the website that I use to send you. And they have a wonderful gift. I mean, you know, I mean, who don't need a spoonful of comfort? Goodness gracious, who don't need a spoonful of comfort after the year that we just not we just had? And mm -hmm. I mean the, the the hits seem to have kept on coming. Um, we have almost lost a million people since the start of this pandemic. Um, and then we've got this new variant that um really threw a, a, a wrench in a lot of holiday plans and yeah a lot of gatherings that people had planned on taking place. Um, and Wanda, you are so correct in, you know, and I don't know anybody that hasn't been touched. We just buried one of our elders, my aunt, my, my 87 year old aunt, we just buried her today, um, today. Um, she got, she got sick with COVID over um, right after Thanksgiving, and you know her, her ninety-six-year-old sister, and her um, her eighty-something-year-old brother. So all of the elders. These are all of my sisters. This is my sister's father and their aunts. But you know they're, they're they all they all passed. They all had COVID. But COVID, yes, yeah. but the 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 one in the mid the the I think she's older than him. The oldest the but she was the middle child. Uh -huh. so the oldest the old the middle the middle um, auntie didn't make it, and so, mm -hmm. so it's it's just been it's 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 been. I mean, you really, really, really have to be girded in your faith. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. You really, really have to be girded in your support systems. Mm -hmm. You have to be girded in your history. Mm -hmm. And and this is, this is what I'm looking forward to because um, when we talk about, when we talk, when we talk about elders, like that, it has a, it has a, it has a, a humongous, it, it means so much. I'm like real serious about my job as a young OG. <laughs> what, 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 what do you say OG stands for? OG stands for um, your elder, your uh, the old guy, the old guard, someone that that shows the way, someone that intervenes, someone that that I've, I've been reading Melodoma Somes on um, the healing wisdom of Africa, um, and also been been doing some practicing, some looking back to figure out how to go forward. Mm -hmm. Looking at, you know, my great grand, I was born into four generations. I talk about this in my essay. You sure do. So I knew my great, great grandmother who was born in 1891. Great, 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 great grandmother that we called her great grandmother. Um, My great grandmother, Medea, who who helped raise me. She was alive until I was 29 years old. Um, Medea was born in 1915, three years before the pandemic, mm-hmm. the last time. Mm-hmm. And so what the first thing I did was call on them and say, you know, how did the, the least of them, because, you know, Black women were surely at the bottom of every hierarchy in right. that time period. As we, how are we still there? As we still are medical. How are we still yes. there? Yes. But they, with they had so little, but she was able to survive. Not only survive, but keep her two children alive. That's so right. that I am here to sit here and tell you this. Woo we <laughs> yes okay. I, I, and I get okay. I excited I got excited about that and then I start wanting to know like more about her and so that led me into an ancestry journey listen here our elders and I and I consider myself one I'm a young OG our mm-hmm. elders are literally a living library Mm -hmm. of knowledge to be accessed and we have gotten somewhere along the way we have gotten we we have lost we have lost our way and lost our path and when we should be ushering young people we're the natural ushers of young people into the I mean they're coming from where we going and we look like where they been. So we are natural. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Explain, say that again. Explain that again. Okay. So we look like where they just now came from. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. The angels on the other side. We look like that. We look like the, the angels on the other side. And to us, they look like the angels where we're going. Mm. So we're not, we naturally belong together. We naturally are supposed to, we, we naturally 
are supposed to direct, guide, provide wisdom to love, mold, recognize the genius, as Maladoma say, of young people. Um, I have to ask you here, tell me, how do we do that? I mean, I think that there's a yearning in many elders, you know, young ones or older ones, like uh, seasoned ones like us, of wanting to share, of wanting to reach out. Is it as easy as just reaching out to young people? I mean, asking them, can I, you know, what what do we do? Hey, you really do talk to, you just talk to them. You, you really, you talk to young people. You don't, when you see, when you see them, just because they're a young person, engage them. Because you know something they don't. Mm-hmm. You know something they don't. Yeah. But Peachy, why do we have to even say that? Why do we have to remind people, us or others, to talk to young people? Because young our elders talk to us all the time. Sometimes they talk to us. Sometimes they share things. Of course, they didn't share a lot of things, and that's a problem too. But they scolded us. They molded us. They took care of us. They fed they us. They reminded us of, of us of where we came from. Exactly. Why do we? Why are we at a point now where we have to? Why are we at a point now where we have to say that? Talk to the young folks because. Because just as in the past, and I say this in my essay, every time Black people rise up, every time we get something, every time we move forward, every system in this society get, uh, rallies up to to throw a, a monkey wrench in that. And the last the last big monkey wrench was was drugs and the crack epidemic. These young people have seen stuff that that you, there is a requisite period of innocence that children need to be healthy. And these young people have not had that. Their mothers haven't had that. So, you know, because of in the 80s, you know, when we were just lit, when we were just able to work where we wanted to, mm-hmm. my mother's mother couldn't work where she wanted to. My grandmother couldn't work where she wanted to. My great grandmother couldn't work where she wanted to. I didn't. It didn't dawn on me until I became a a, a thirty year old mm-hmm. that these women could didn't even have any agency, and they still. You know, they still prevail, but we so we can't, we have to, us, we have to use new tactics. That's what, that's why, Wanda, we have mm-hmm. to use new tactics because the obliteration of community, you know, I mean, if we don't pick it, if we don't pick these young folks up, who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If it's not us, it won't be someone else. And I think about, I think about even when we were in school, at least for me, I went to all segregated schools during the Jim Crow era. And so we had all black teachers who didn't just teach us. They cared about us. You know what I mean? They would yank you aside and say, look, you need to, you know, act right, look right, be right, be better. You know, they, they would yank the girls aside and say, you need to put some different underwear on. And then, and it would certainly not let the boys walk around with their pants sagging and hanging down and all that. But yeah. now, because we don't have that sort of what I call a village, mm-hmm. I do wonder 
who is going to do it if I, if the parents aren't doing it? Well, actually, the elders, the grandparents need to, because the parents, there has been a disconnect. You know, so many, so many young people are parentless. There's so many parentless people in the middle. Yeah. No, so many young people who've had to parent their parents. Who had to parent themselves and their parents and their siblings. My kids. My children's mm-hmm. age, do you know that generation? Mm-hmm. You know, so, I just was thinking the old guard, Rhonda, you were just saying, I just saw a a, a, a big fence, not a fence, you know, but a, 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 a stone fence standing up there, you know, the last, last, uh, you know, protection against the village, against, you know, whatever the hordes that are coming, the, the you know, the, the, uh, the where, where there's no one, it's, as you said, to even talk to the young people. Are you know, that old guard sounds like a, oh, you know, a mm-hmm. battle, you know, something between the battle and the and the and the, and the young folks. We are wow. it. We are the last. We are the last. We are the last. We're the cavalry. We're it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I certainly hope. If I certainly hope that that my daughter and your children and all all the children that we have mothered are in that generation who who will listen to this podcast will say, "Wait a minute, we're not going to let them be the last OGs." I hope so because they they don't care about a lot of the stuff that we care about. Mm-hmm. They really don't care, you know. Like like they let they these young people let their Caucasian friends call them the N word, and I just say the N well not call them the N word, but say the N word, and I'm like, that's such a hard no. Like, do you all? Know? I mean. Do, I know you ha- you don't no, you, no. you don't have words right you don't you have don't words. know not you know but they don't know but I was gonna say we don't have elders to say what did you just say you know I can I can hear an elder saying that stopping it right there but it's not Some you know, people not- talking about I'm not political I remember going to go vote with Medea. I remember going to go vote with Medea. I remember going to work the polls with Medea. Because it's it, you know was uh, the schools were closed, so they you know some of the polls were in the schools, so the schools were closed, mm-hmm. you know. So I re- and I like you like you Wanda. I had black teachers until I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I you know I didn't go. I went to schools the school in my neighborhood. You know it, it, it had a rich a rich history, very yeah. very rich history. Yeah. So, Peachy, Peachy, um, we could talk all night about we where could. we're going to go, but I want to talk about one something else a little bit because you're planning a big event in 2022. Um, you're planning your Elevate and Glow Retreat in Jamaica. Jamaica, girl, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> this, so, so, tell us what that is and why Jamaica? Well, it's always 420 in Jamaica. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and my elevated glow retreat is really how I I plan to serve going forward. Going back to Tina's question, you know, going back to the questions, um, it's it's how I it's what I plan on how I plan on serving going forward. Um, we're going to um, enjoy and experience plant medicine and sound healing um, amongst the waves and the ancestors. And, and and God and nature and just really, really tap back into some indigenous practices. What kept our 
our ancestors alive. Like I, to this this year, so last year I found out my maternal ancestry, my paternal, my maternal African ancestry. My mother's 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 people are Bamaliki from Cameroon. Well, this November, I just now found out my father's 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 people are Galoa from Gabon. So, you know, like I, I, I am really digging into who I am and I'm digging into some of some of these some of these ancestral practices, some of these um, traditional African um, communal ways of living. I really, really think that they are the way forward. Um, I really, I really, really plan on, um, you know, mentoring and reaching out and, and just expanding my reach to people. A retreat saved my life eight years ago, Wanda. Oh my. Yes, it did. It, mm-hmm. I looked like my it looked like I had it all. I did have it all. I had all the health problems. I had all the stress. You know, I had all the bad habits. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, I really credit it for me being here to have this conversation. And there is nothing that I find out that's good for your soul and your spirit and for women of color that I don't share. Like I mean, you know, I mean, Teacher, you you are the soul of generosity. As I as I started out, you know, that's just you know how we met, and that's just what you do. You are always giving, and one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show, you have so much on the episode, so much to give and so much to share. You know, I I urge people to uh, look into your uh, your retreat. Yeah, we've got Jamaica. a few spots left. We've got a few spots left. Few spots left. Um, okay. And your um, tell us your Instagram um. Handle? My, my Instagram is at O-G-J-U-S-P-E-A-C-H-I-E at O-G-P-T-A I-G dot, Instagram.com. And you can find um, information about my retreat. There are only a few spots left. When I say we are three quarters of the way full, I am not exaggerating. I, 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 and it's in June. It's in June. So yes, it's, in June. it's coming up, but you still have a little bit of time to yes. sign up, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, and also, you know, we're going to be hearing so much more from Peachy because I, I know, you know, when, when the time comes and the person arises, as they say, for that time, you know, everything falls into place. And Peachy is one of those voices that, that should be magnified and uh, and embraced around the world. Peachy, I appreciate you guys. So Peachy, thank, thank you. Thank you. It has been so great talking to you today. Um, we know the retreat will be wonderful and relaxing and refreshing and reviving. So thanks for joining us. And look, we are going to have you back on. There's okay. no question about that. All right. And, and, yeah, I wanna, and we want to hear about the retreat after the fact. I so, want to come back on and talk about yeah. the foundation that I'm 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 trying to start for Dang. you know in honor of Lala. So that's okay. my other okay. 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 In, honor, in honor of your child. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Peachy. You're the Thank best. You. Thank Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. about one of our new segments. We, we, we call it, if I can speak to the 
could speak to the elders. You know, sometimes when you and I... We've been talking about elders the whole show, have Exactly. And sometimes when you are on, on the phone or we are on Zoom together, one we're just talking and one of us will say something about something that someone said a long time ago. And we go, you know, if I could ask so-and-so, I'd, I'd ask them this or that. So, you know, we're going to um, end this this episode with this new segment because we know there's wisdom coming from the elders whether they're here or gone so who would you speak to tina well you know uh the segment as you said is is open you know to uh what whatever elder whether it's an elder in your family you know your ancestor or just in the world i'm gonna and i'm gonna pick the first one who came to mind for me is someone in my family and that's my great aunt uh, Miss Elizabeth Lee. She uh, was my uh, maternal grandfather's sister, only sister. And she uh, lived in Macon, Georgia, which is my hometown. And uh, she lived a fascinating life. She was a maiden lady. She never got married. She said she had lots of opportunities. As a matter of fact, she said uh, Martin Luther King Sr. was someone she, she courted. And, uh, but they, you know, but they didn't get married. Uh, but uh, the wonderful thing about, about Auntie Miss Lee, was that she persevered. And she not only persevered through so much, she also uh, laid the groundwork for me and my sisters and my mama, because I mean, in her lifetime, uh, she she went to Atlanta to, to, uh, to uh, uh, Atlanta U to study, of course, she was a very religious woman and she always wanted to go to the, to the uh, to the Holy Land, but she said she couldn't go across any water. Uh, mm-hmm. But all in all, she she was a maiden woman. She took over her father's, um, uh, my great grandfather, Pat the Barber, uh, Pat Lee's uh, barber shop, and ran it. This is in the nineteen teens, nineteen twenties. She was she was a woman, black woman, alone, unmarried, in Macon, Georgia, running. Who took over her uh, father's barber shop, which was a very male, as you can you know, as you know. Uh, a uh, very male-oriented business. Uh, but she also was a teacher. She started the first kindergarten in Macon, Georgia for little black kids, the very first one. So she did all these wonderful things, but I look at all of her life also, and she uh, lost almost all her possessions in a, in a warehouse fire. Mm. Uh, and, you know, her, 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 as you said, her father died, you know, when he was fairly young. And uh, she didn't have, a, you know, a family. She didn't have children. And she helped raise my mother. And so I say all that to say, I think anything I could ask her would be good for me because we she talked so much about the old days and what she did and and what she she uh, uh, lived with her mother my my uh, great grandmother and took care of her you know her whole life and I you know I just wanted to know just Auntie you know how did you do those things you know you know how do you get through discouragement and I know she would say her faith but I'd like to talk to her long enough so she'd tell me some other stuff. Mm. I'd like to talk to her like woman to woman right. and really find out that's what I would like. And she's the elder. Oh, man, I honor her so much. She's the elder that I would ask without a doubt. Okay. What was it like? How did you do it? Miss Elizabeth Lee. Yeah, Miss Elizabeth yeah. Lee. What about you? you, do you did yeah. somebody come to mind right away? You know, someone did. Um, you know, we talked about loss in 2021 and someone we lost in 2021, not a relative. Uh, her name was Carrie Harris, and she was a professional babysitter in her own home, a child care 
caregiver for children. Uh -huh. And she was the first caregiver for Shelby, my daughter. From oh. the time I dropped her off when I guess Shelby was four or five months old when I went to work, uh, back to work. And um, until Shelby turned three, when we moved out of that part of the D.C. area, she lives. She lived in Fort Washington, Maryland. She died in May of age 80. But she influenced hundreds of young children from babies, uh, after school care. She taught them things. Shelby really didn't need preschool because she knew her colors and her shapes and her alphabet and her words and the little songs and everything. She carried, you know, she really had a little school in her on the bottom level of, of her home. And there was never a time when I came in that house to either drop Shelby off or pick her up when I saw things that were dirty or things out of order. Somehow she taught those children how at the end of the day to put their toys back in the box over yeah. in the corner in the playroom or whatever it was she asked them to do, they would do it. And so I would ask Carrie Harris, how did you do it? How did you have all those children, not to mention raising her own three, three children, she and her husband, her husband um, died shortly after I met Carrie. He was a, a retired, I believe, police officer. Mm -hmm. uh, but how did you do it? How did you make that happen? So um, the one thing that I will say about her is um, some of the podcast followers may have noticed that at the end of each episode, I ended by saying, love, love. Well, every time Carrie and I talked on the phone, and we stayed in touch all these years until shortly before her death, every time we talked on the phone, she would end the call by saying, love, love. And oh, I thought she was yeah. just saying it to me. And when she passed away, I can't remember. One of her daughters may have posted on Facebook. She said that to everybody. Love, love. So that I would ask Carrie Harris, how, how did you do it? How'd you raise all those kids? Gosh, you know, we, we kind of asking the same questions, you know, that, that we want to do because we're in so, so much in awe of, you know, of our ancestors, especially the ones that we knew. Right. Uh, personally, and we had had that love, love. That's really that's really wonderful. You know, how, how did you do it? How did you do it? Um, this uh, uh, this points again to what we've been talking about the whole show. You know, uh, we call this two old chicks who know a lot of shit, and we did it for a reason because we are old chicks. We're elders, and we're happy to be elders, and we're happy to to do what elders do. Just what we've been talking about on the show. What Peachy talked about. What Wanda's talking about. What this. Katie, Miss Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Harris, yes, yeah, Carrie. Carrie talked about, uh, you know, all those things are the things that just buoy us and and keep us up. This is this has been so wonderful. I uh, yeah. that's a new the 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 uh, asking the ancestors is, is something new, and I didn't know uh, when we came up with it would give us such joy. I have such joy hearing your story and yeah, and talking, great. we've been talking about Auntie. Yeah, yeah, good. Well. We are, believe it or not, at the end of our first episode of 2022, Wanda. What do you think about it? I think it was great. I think it was a great way to start off. And I always love, love, love talking to Peachy. So I'm so glad you found her on social media. I'm so glad you connected with her. I'm so glad you invited her to write for meeting at the table. And I'm so glad she's now going to be our friend on the podcast. Absolutely. This is, this is a good thing. Well, that's it for season, season uh, one. I'm sorry, season two, episode one. Uh, if you haven't already, as we always say, please subscribe to Two Old Chicks on Instagram 
I'm sorry, on Instagram, on Spotify, and also on YouTube. Uh, and tell your friends to, uh, and your associates, and, and your, your, uh, your boyfriends, and your uh, ex-husbands uh, to also, you know, join in. <laughs> 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 You know, you know, I'm not gonna even say what uh, what uh, uh, she calls ex-husbands. You have to buy, you have to get the uh, get the uh, meeting at the table. You have to get the collection of uh, essays. And I readings. do remember that now. Yeah, picture yeah. is quite memorable. Yeah. And let yeah. you go. You know, we want to remind you that uh, you know that you can always uh, reach out to us and ask questions or give us you know ideas for shows. And also that, you know, since we've been mentioning meeting at the table, our collection of essays by African-American women, thank you. You can also purchase it online at downsouthpress.com. I want to get that right. Downsouthpress.com. We'll be happy to send you a copy. Well, that's it. I think we did it. We we did that thing, Wanda. We did it. Let's say goodbye. Bye-bye, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. Love, love. Love and peace. Two Old Chicks Who Know A Lot Of Shit is brought to you by executive producers Tina McElroyanza, Wanda Smalls-Loy, and Kara Fenner-Walker. Produced by Black Girls Right. <laughs>